Welcome back to the Brew Crew Podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 15th, and we are fast approaching the NHL trade deadline. It is less than a week away. The Bruins are, I believe, 9-1-1 in their last 11. They are continuing their hot streak. They are two points behind the uh, Maple Leafs in the Atlantic Division and a mere five points behind the defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Ricky Welch, how are we feeling? We are feeling fabulous. One of the most exciting times of the year to be a hockey fan. Not only, there's a lot of shit going on. We got the madness coming up in a few days, but the trade yep. deadline is six days away from when we are recording this. I'm checking. I'm refreshing Twitter every five seconds. The best. And we have a special guest, Mister the Money Man, Sean Cashel. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the Brew Crew Podcast. How we doing, boys? It's an honor to be on yeah. it. The pride of Waltham, Mass. Sean Cashel. Why? Yep, yep. Shout out Bentley University. Um, all right. So where do we start here? I have been in Montana for the past week. I have not watched a lot of not a big deal, humble not, not a big deal. Um, I think I got sick because of it, sleeping on the floor in Montana, but that's besides the point. Uh, this is a little flu game-ish for me, but you know, some people are calling me a hero, not a big deal. Um However, the Bruins, well, I was not watching. The Bruins are continuing on their hot streak. Uh, I did not. I watched the last five minutes of the Kings game. I saw them give up a goal with about – Great host. Such a good host. Such a good host. Uh, I saw them give up a goal with about three minutes left, and then I saw them uh, surrender the goal in OT to, uh, you know, exact the Kings' revenge from about two weeks ago out in L.A. when they absolutely romped them. But other than that, I have not been watching. Uh, I will return to my to my form, certainly tonight, uh, to, to watch the game against the Blackhawks. Fast approaching. It's about half an hour away. And uh, so, Ricky, how much have you been paying attention? What what has the uh, what has the last week and a half kind of spoken to you? How do you feel? Yeah, uh, four zero and one in this five game stretch with a uh, I would say. J- just one impressive win to be honest some of them are pretty shit in terms of the teams we played but uh yeah the Kings game was very impressive and obviously if we're going to talk about this five game stretch we got to talk about handsome Craig handsome Craig Smith had eight goals in this five game stretch including a hat trick in Vegas is that good pretty good it looks like him and Coyle are working and Frederick even got involved so I'm starting to come around to what people are saying about that line Pasta had four goals in this little stretch here, two two-goal games. But the one problem that came up was just the last second goals we gave up. It's been a problem all year. This is like Derek Forbert's out there. That just shows you we need we need an upgrade. We'll talk about that. I'm sure Castle's got some more, more to come. Flair to bring in terms of that. Uh, but then they did it, uh, their own. The Coyotes, Pasternak scored again. Uh, with what was it six seconds left to beat the Coyotes? That should not be happening. They should be beating the Coyotes without that. Swayman uh, was a little more shaky in the Blackhawks game uh, and and such, but overall a good week. Uh, four on one, you can't complain about that. And it should have been five and zero. Oh, but 
Sean, what is this? What is this past week said to you? How do you how do you feel about this? The Bruins heading into the trade deadline and uh, kind of what what's the state of of the Bruins right now? Um, I think they're looking good. Uh, the third line's definitely finally woken up. Charlie Coyle, um, Smith, obviously, like we uh, addressed. Handsome Craig, love the nickname. Um, man rocket. But he's a man. Yeah. Rocket. Right, Castle? You you would get it going with Craig Smith. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think they've looked pretty good. The Kings game was obviously disappointing. Um, they should have probably had to put up a few more goals in these other games. But uh, the goal by Charlie Coyle in the Arizona game specifically with about two minutes left was awesome. Two-on-one, great backhand. Um, Pasta buries one with, I think, 17 seconds left for Chicago. Um, you know, nice play, lost the face off, Hall grabs it and uh, buries it, uh, out to Pasternak, buries it, good play. So, I mean, this third line stuff definitely woken up, something I've noticed in the past few games. You know, the first line's kind of sleeping, but not worried about it. Um, they haven't scored since Columbus, but, you know, I'm not too worried, you know, Bergeron and yeah, they can put themselves together. I'm not, yeah. not too concerned about that. that. That's a good point. They really haven't been there. And when you think about these Bruins last couple of years, when they go on these little stretch runs where they're like this, like what we've been doing since January, it's pretty much been on the backs of Bergeron and Martian. And they really haven't been doing it for this stretch. So that's a, it's a good sign for the uh, middle two lines, especially, that that's happening. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, but Jake DeBrusk is again invisible. Yeah, he is. And here we go. That That is a great segue into the trade deadline. And um, this is why you're the host. I would have not have thought of that. Great segue. That, Let's, we're fucking great, rolling. Let's trade so, deadline. Trade deadline. Trade deadline talks. Jake DeBrusque is still wearing the black and gold. He requested a trade in November. He had about a two and a half, three week stretch where he looked like the uh, the fifteenth overall pick, and other than that, he has done absolutely jack diddly squat. And you know he's he is who we thought he was. He is who we thought he was. And we've seen tweets that possibly he he uh, Sweeney's going to keep him, which makes me concerned that he's not going to make a big move. And as this team stands right now, no matter how hot they are right now, this team cannot make a playoff run, a deep playoff run. Can they win a series? Sure. Can they make a run to to the Eastern Conference Finals or to the Stanley Cup Finals and win? Not in my estimation. They need to make a move, probably two, and that includes a left-handed defenseman and another depth forward. Thoughts? I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, DeBrusque, I don't understand why Sweeney is still holding on to him. He wants to go. He's, um, he's streaky. You know, he was looking good on that first line, and now he's just gone. Exactly what you said. And I don't know if we're going to make a big move with keeping him here because he is a major trade piece, I would think. Do you think he's a major trade piece? But based on you know some some articles and Twitter that we've heard and seen and read, other GMs just aren't interested in him. 
he doesn't move the needle at all. And I don't know who this – I don't know who this team has other than first-round draft picks that does move the needle. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in a trade where we're getting these guys that we're going to talk about at the top of our list. I think he's going to be in a trade where you you just saw it. Uh, the Avalanche traded Tyson Jost, who's like their third-line first-round pick – like a little smaller, doesn't score a lot, kind of like a debrus for them, Tyson Jost. They traded him to Minnesota one for one for a more gritty third-line guy. I think if DeBrus is gone, he's going for someone like a, like a Max Domi who's had troubles in Columbus who can play center and wing. It's kind of like for, for like these types of guys, not like he's going to be part of a piece that goes and gets us Claude Giroux or goes gets us Chicharin. I think he's going to be more of a one-for-one swap. We, we both teams benefit. Does Domi move the deal for you? 5.5 mil cap hit for a one-year rental? Uh, if if it's the rust for Domi 1-1, one one, which could be possible, maybe we throw in a little extra. Uh, you play him on the second line, he's a center. He's been yeah. playing wing now, I think. I would say yes, that moves the needle if we the rust for Domi 1-1 one for one, and we somehow get him to fit the money in. Yeah, that would that would fit the uh, – Domi's number 19 – on the big board, which involves how good they are and how likely they are to be traded. So he's 26, makes a little over five, having a down year, but he's been on Montreal and he lit it up one year in Montreal. So, yeah, there is potential there, but again, the one year rental, um, another, uh, so Ricky, you do have, you just mentioned that big board. Uh, I believe it's by the athletic, correct? Yep. Um, so can you just give us kind of the top names and give us an idea of what we're looking at? Yeah. Uh, the top name on the big board as of today, it was updated today, is Mark Giordano, left-handed defenseman in Seattle. Uh, Watch out. Uh, he does one out. He's 38. Obviously, that's the big kicker, but he has a lot of experience. Uh, Calgary made the playoffs a lot with him. They didn't go very far. But uh, he's a guy where it uh, doesn't move them – uh, I look at the other names on the left-hand side that are available, the two in specifically, and it doesn't move the needle for me. I don't think okay. we need a three-eight. I want another old guy on defense. <laughs> okay, who's that? That's Zidano. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get Giordano, he's going to be the McAvoy pair. I don't yep. – I don't – that doesn't get me going as much as the other guys here. Uh, yeah, I think that's one where I haven't even seen our name mentioned much. So I think that's one we can kind of just like gloss over here. I don't think we need to talk about this guy much. I think it would move the needle for me if this team was first in the Atlantic and they, they had, you know, 87, 86 points. And it was like, this is the guy that, you know, you need to make a deep run, just steady, easy defenseman that, that can, that can kind of catapult you to that next that next like tier to like Stanley cup run. I would say we're, we're two tiers below that. We're yeah. so we need, you know, we need someone to make that, that bigger jump. And I think it's two moves to make that bigger jump and hopefully possibly make. It. Yeah. Let's, let's say we already had an established top hand left, left-handed defenseman like Chicharin and Giordano was out there and our left-hand defense is still pretty bad depth without him. We could get him for like your third pair, but uh-huh. it's clear you need a, a, a top someone who's at least a second pair left hand defense and that we can throw up with McAvoy because I know they're trying the Riley thing out, but he's not that good at defense. Yeah. So 
Cashel, what do you say about uh, just the whole? Do you want defense first, Cashel? Is what I'm yeah, I, I definitely want a left handed defenseman, left shot. Um, Hampus Limhold comes to mind. Really like to pick him up or Chicharin. Uh, those are the two that really come to mind if we're going defense first. Um, I got another guy who I don't want, but he's lower on the chart uh, out in Chicago, Calvin DeHaan. You know, not a bad pickup. He's defensive-minded, a little older. But, you know, that'd be a guy if we don't get either Lindholm or Chicharin, you could pick up. No, I don't know. But I think we definitely need to get a left-handed defenseman first things first. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we should just stay on the defense path before we start talking about forwards. Number four on the list is Jacob Chicharin in Arizona. This, I believe, would be the white whale. This would be the blockbuster trade where we're going to have to trade our first, maybe another first, probably one of, or if not both, of our two best prospects in Lysel and Loray. Um, And then maybe, I don't know, like another prospect like Steen, who we've seen a little bit. It's going to be a huge haul, but this is the perfect fit. I don't know how anyone doesn't say this is the fucking perfect fit here. Four more years left. He's the same age as McAvoy, the same draft, drafted two spots after him, uh, is a stud, is a great skater, has a little offensive flair, has size, will play with McAvoy for, for years to come, he, for at least four. He's had a good cap hit of 4.6, one of the best values in the sport right now. This, I would have to change my underwear if I see the tweet come across on Monday that we acquired this guy. It would be full... Full chub in the pants. This is the guy. I put him on the top of the list I tweeted out yesterday. Would be a pipe dream. I don't know if it's going to happen. Apparently, we're in on him. And now he's hurt, too. We heard him. Thanks, Forbert. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that was the Bruins hurt him. Now they're going to hopefully get him. Yeah. Maybe that lowers his value. That could, that'd be cool. That, so that's, that's what I heard. If it, if it's a significant injury, say he's out for like three weeks. I have no idea what it is. And say he's say out for like four. Sorry? It's the upper it's or lower body, because that's all the NHL ever fucking tells yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, CBA. Um, but uh, he, if he's hurt, if he's out for a while, that lowers his trade value. Then could that subtract a pick? Could that, could that just be – or would the Coyotes still want the same return on – I think he. I think it would be the same return because he's on that four-year deal. If it was a one-year rental, then the the you know whatever team the Coyotes or whoever would be like, all right, give us less. But it is yeah. that four-year deal, so I think it would be about the same. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe we wouldn't have to throw in that random six that's involved in every trade in the NHL history, where you have to yeah. throw in that extra seventh. Maybe we want to do that for this. But Cashel, what do you say about the handsome man Jacob Chicharin? Because he's handsome. Yeah, um, I definitely really like him. Like you said, I think that's the guy they need to go after if they want to make a run. Seems like we are making a run based off what Sweeney said. He wants to. Um, could be Bergeron's last year. You know, I say we go out and do it. Um, you know, we need to make some big moves, especially on defense. So Chicharin is the guy I want. Lindholm is up next, but Chicharin would be the best fit with that deal okay so cash you just mentioned this is this is the year for the big splash and 
I've brought this up in previous pods, and we've been doing this for the past four years of asking Don Sweeney to make a move at the trade deadline, and year after year he's brought in, other than Taylor Hall, he's just brought in these nobodies. Like, congrats, you brought in 34-year-old Rick Nash. Yeah. Like, like it's just – it's the same thing. Is that a Rick Nash jersey? Coil. 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 Like, like it's just the same thing year after year. And what – why is this different? Why is this, like – why is Don Sweeney going to do any different this year? What the last year of his contract, too. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Sweeney's last – this is it last is. year. It is his last year. Um. I still don't know if he'll do anything different, to be honest. You never know with this guy. Yeah, you never I mean, know. I wouldn't put it by fucking Charlie Jacobs to resign him either. Yeah. Uh, as long as you make the playoffs, you're fine in this city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's totally fine. And it doesn't make sense. Um, he's got to go after some big-name players. Uh, Chicharin, specifically. That's who everyone in the city seems to want. I want. Ricky, you want. Brendan, you want. Um like you I know, said, I just don't know if Sweeney will pull the trigger, though. I really don't. It's a lot to it's a lot to give up. I don't blame him. It is, but you know, the four year deal kind of seals it for me. You know, why the hell not? So, if they pull off this move, you know, I just mentioned that it feels like we're feels like the Bruins. I think are still two tiers behind making that cup run. Um. Does this that jump? Half, this is one and a half tiers with one player, I think. Okay. Yeah, All right. I agree. And then you, and then you think a forward, uh, like a bargain, like a bargain forward at that point. If we get the Chitron thing done, I am willing. I wanted to mention this. I'm willing to give up that Lowry guy. Okay. Because he's a left-handed defenseman, bigger. Maybe a, I think he's slightly bigger than Chitron. I think. Uh, I forget the exact thing, and he's offensive side just like Chitron. But we don't know. He can't. He hasn't proven it yet at the NHL, and this guy has. And he's on a cheap deal, so you don't have to worry about the whole money thing of a rookie deal contract. Um, and he's young. I mean, you're just like getting lowering what he could be in like four years older. And I think you could add him to the deal and have. But I would have no problem. He so, could be the big piece. Okay. Um, Not less so though. Anything anything else in the defense? Obviously, goalies were fine. Defenseman discussion were – is there Hampus anything – He would be any, a good secondary prize. Hampus Lindholm, I saw a article today, I forget who it was, um, that the Bruins are definitely in on him. He's a left-handed guy. He is 28, so he's going to be a rental. But he does want an extension with the team that trades for him. Okay. So he wants like to be there for a while. He's at least a five-year deal. I saw that. Uh, he is, he's good. Uh, he's got a defense to his game. He uh, also has a little offensive flair. Um, he's been on Anaheim. It seems like forever. I would have thought he's in his thirties, but he's not. Uh, he's a good little Swedish guy. So he's probably a good skater. They always need to skate over there. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I would, I would accept this. I would be excited about this. He was high up on my list. I put out yesterday. I think he was like the third guy I wanted. Um, and we know, I have no idea who the Ducks GM is, but we know for some reason Sweeney has a good changed, relationship. It changed GMs. They did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that uh, 
strike that from the record. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They did uh, make a trade today with their right-handed version of Lindholm, who is Manson, who's a little more defensive. Um, You don't know Josh Manson? He's pretty good. He's a second-pair guy. Uh, He was more of a defensive version of Lindholm, and he's older. So the return was a second and one of the Avalanche best prospects. So I'm going to presume that Lindholm is probably a first and a good prospect as well. So whether it be a first in Studnika or a first and Vakanainen, would you guys be willing to do that trade? I'd be willing to get rid of Vakanainen. He doesn't yeah. like I I don't I don't think he's at his ceiling, but I think he's kind of close to it. And I'm not I'm not blown away by him. Yeah, I'm for it. I think so. I'd also be down to do that trade. So if I see that trade come across, I'll be excited. I think he's good enough to be play with McAvoy. I think that'd be a very, very good pairing that they both have defense and off of offensive capabilities. It'd be a deadly pair, I think. But I think that if you do that, also if you do Chitron, I think you got to go after another depth piece, whether that be Chara or that Middleton guy out of San Jose that we've uh, heard about who's yeah. uh, huge or something. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Moving on to forwards. And uh, Cash, about a month ago, you texted me, and I saved it for this specific pod. Oh, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. I'm not totally sure where this came from in, in that bright mind of yours, but uh, Marcus Johansson. Yeah. You know, who um, you, is who you brought up. And uh, UFA at the end of the season, and, and I'll take you can take it from there, bud. Cashel, I love it, baby. Yeah, so uh, I really liked Marcus Johansson when he was on the team. I thought he played well with Charlie Coyle. You know, he passes puck well. He, you know, he kind of just has an offensive-minded game. He moves quick. He's, like, moves the puck well. He's not that physical, which, you know, I like the physicality. Boston, you know, used to be – But when you play with Coyle, you're kind of – he kind of fills in that role. Yeah, and – not only that, you know, he can really slot in anywhere, I think, you know, not on the first line, obviously, but and like get something going maybe. But, you know, the second line, he could play there too in the center. He's played some center. He's played the off wing. I just really liked him a few years ago. He's a guy we could get for cheap, I think. He's got similar stats to Kessel and, you know, he's on the worst team in hockey. One of the worst teams, rather, cracking. But, um, you know, this guy wants to win, I think. He's at that point in his career. So, you know, I think we should bring him back. You know, I really liked him when we made the run. And, you know, I think he'd be a great fit. You know, bumped Frederick down to the fourth, even though how well that third line is playing and slot him in. Because, you know, Trent Frederick isn't, you know, an all-star. I still like him, but... You know, I'd love to see Johansson slot in on that third line with Smith and Coyle. All right. This is why we brought Cashel. What a good idea. I always I always honestly forgot about him. Thank you, Cash. Uh, just That's a little a great bit. Idea. You just, throw like a fourth at him or third? Come on. Yeah. Seventh. Easy. Um, fucking bag That's of great. Do you have an inspiring contract, Cashel? Do you know? Yes, he's a UFA. Perfect. He's That's not great. going back to Seattle, so – yeah, perfect. So they'll be willing to trade it. Perfect. Quickly, the Bruins have made a signing today. Did anybody see it? I did. I did. One did, one did not. I saw yeah. it. Okay, Cash did not. 
Mark no, McLaughlin. I saw it. Mark, uh, oh, you did? Really saw it. Okay. Yeah. I saw it, B-Lock. Okay, Mark McLaughlin, uh, another Massachusetts. Um, I'm sick of this, dude. Sick of what? I'm sick of all just because you're from Mass. Like, everyone hypes him up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, listen. We're not that uh, good. I'd rather see us be Minnesota-filled. <laughs> listen, he. Uh, I, wa- I went to the uh, Northeastern BC game uh, about four days ago. And he is far and away the best player on the ice. And he was a point-per-game guy at BC, two, his junior and senior year point-per-game guy. Is he a guy that we're going to use in the future? I don't know. Kind of a cool signing. Very happy for him. I've played beer I league saw, with him. Thrilled for that, him. I saw that he could crack the lineup in the bottom six next year. Is that ready already? Because he's older. Yeah. older mm-hmm. He's like 23. Nice. So yeah, an, interesting, an interesting little signing for, for you know, another guy from, from Mass who's going to be our probably like our 15th forward from Mass. Um, but and moving – better than Charlie Coyle. Charlie <laughs> Coyle, Riley Duran. We got all sorts of guys. Um, moving on, back to, back to the, uh, the, the, the now, might I say. The, the, we're not worried about the future right now. What so the forwards were were kind of stuck at if we lose to Brusque, which hopefully we do, we need someone to slot in that first line, uh, right wing, mm-hmm. and then we need someone to slot in in between Pasta and Hall. And do we want another depth guy? And now, but now, if we want another depth guy, then we need four pieces. And that's that's a left-hand defenseman, a right wing, a center, and a depth guy. Which could be Johansson, which could be, you know, a 7-3 Johansson or something yeah. like that. But realistically, I think focus on the two. Focus on that, that first line, the, a more unrealistic first line wing, and the, the more realistic uh, second line center. All anybody, right. anybody stick off the page for you? Um, you know, a winger I got is Ricard Raquel, but I don't know how realistic that is. If we get Chicharin or Lindholm, I would like to, but you know, it's going to be tough. That's really who I have for wingers. Um, Castle too, I guess, but you know, you just, you just um, got Ricky all fired up. Yeah, I know. Ricky, I'll let you take that one. Well, yeah, I, I, I like Raquel more than Castle. I do. Uh, and I did see today, I, again, um, NHL discussion. You guys follow that thing on Instagram? Yeah. Um, we are one of, we were at the top of the list for Raquel. There was the Rangers, us, and someone else. So we are, we are high in on Raquel. But yeah. the problem is with, with Raquel, if we go after him, we ain't getting Chicharin. Yeah, exactly. Raquel's going to require a first-round pick. Um He's ranked number eight in the trade big board, so he's likely to get traded. Anaheim is punting on the season. Um, he would fit perfectly on the first line. He has a little bit of a two-way game to him. Uh, he's a good passer. So Bertrand, Marchand, Raquel, Hall, Pasternak, sounds like a good top five to me. So that was one I'd be interested in. And then 
Um, Phil Kessel, obviously the same thing. He's a pure scorer, a lot of playoff experience. That's someone that I've seen. We traded him a third round pick for him. I would, I would also get a little happy underneath the pants, underneath the weight line. Uh, but yeah, there's also, those are the wingers really that if we want to fill the first line, it's either Raquel or Kessel. I don't see many other options that could really fit that role. Yeah. Guys, I mean, guys like Giroux are out. Like Giroux. Yeah. I don't want, do you guys want Giroux at this point? No, I, I'd rather get a defenseman. It's going to cost us something like that, if not more. So clearly, we want defensemen over all the yeah. guys we're about to mention, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Um, I was going to mention like JT Miller. I think if we get a defenseman, that's he'd that's know. the that's the rated anymore. Yeah, I don't know. See, that's the one for me. Like, ooh, JT Miller. That if okay, they got would... if they got him, that one would be like they just made. If they got him and a defenseman. I would say, like, I'm, you know, we're we're in. Like, this team's making a run. And, um, but I, you just mentioned that you don't think he's getting traded anymore, Rick. He's not on this list, and I saw yesterday that they are more than likely going to keep him because he does have that extra year. Yeah, he does. Deal. So they're likely to try to run it back with this group and maybe add a few in in Vancouver for one more year, try it again next year. And he's a big part of that team, so. I don't think he's going to get traded, but again, if we wanted him and if he was available, we're not going to get that defenseman and this incredible forward. We don't have the assets for it. We can't yep. get a Chicharin and a, or a Lindholm and then Raquel and then a Miller It's or a Hurdle. We can talk about Hurdle a little bit too. He's yeah. well, maybe available, but I've also heard that he's more at this point likely not to get traded again because they want to resign him, but Hurdle is number 10 on this list. Um, that would That would get me excited too. That would the ninja hurdle, it, though. The ninja hurdle. The ninja yeah. hurdle. Great nickname. Built a nickname for the pod. Uh, that he's he's a, he's an incredible playmaker, incredible player. Uh, if you go Hall, Hurdle, uh, Pasternak, that is one of the best second lines I've ever seen in like the last yeah. ten years. Um, another guy I got is from Winnipeg, Andrew Kopp. I have seen that Buffet, name floating around. Doesn't twenty-seven years old. I don't know how I feel about him. It's you feel like shit time. about it, Cashel. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. He's That's not a guy. Charlie Coyle, dude. We can't do that. Yeah. Like, where does he play? He, he's just an option, you know. Like, I don't know what move. A terrible option. Yeah. I hated that when I saw that. Yeah, terrible he's... option. You keep talking about it though. Sorry, Cash. I had to get my opinion out there. No, it's not like a guy I love. It's not a guy I hate, but you know, like you said, another Charlie Coyle. So, you know, it's starting, it doesn't really make sense, but you know, you never know what Don Sweeney's gonna do. So that's a that's a Don Sweeney guy if I've ever heard of it. A yeah, little pretty exactly. fine center that's gonna cost a first round pick. I that say sounds, no. That that sounds like Nick Ritchie all over again. Oh, well, at least we got rid of it wasn't a terrible trade. Dan he's not that good. I Although he scored a what did he score a hat trick against us this year? What was that? Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he got two. two. You got two in like a like a minute though. Yeah, two in shots. Boston, I believe too. Yep. <laughs> um, Castle, you got any? Uh, not Castle. Uh, sorry, Block. You got any names that you that you've th- thought of in the last few days? I'm gonna pull up a few more on this list here. Uh, on the forward, Domi kind of Domi interested me. Um, yeah. he's a what like a seventh overall pick? Like he's. I think he's, I think he's very talented, and just hasn't really been in the right spot. I mean, 
He was on Montreal when they weren't very good. He was on uh, Arizona when they weren't very good. And now he's on Columbus and they stink. Like, I think if you got him in the right situation, he could be, he could be a solid little, a solid little player. And I don't think he's going to cost a lot just because of his, especially I think in the, I think I read in the past kind of like three or four weeks, he hasn't been playing very well. So if you could get him and kind of stick him and plug and play, that would be an interesting one for me. And I mean, JT Miller is, is right up there with Chitron for me uh, as, as one of the guys that I would, I would love to have. But again, that, that, that seems uh, more and more unrealistic the, the closer yeah. we get to this deadline. The Domi thing is very doable. Like I said before, I've heard before that the brusque Domi one-for-one one makes sense. I've seen that somewhere. You know, a legit person said that. Uh, Domi was drafted 12th overall. 2013 so he's 27 he had that one year with Montreal where he scored 28 goals and 44 assists for 72 points very good here not bad 31 points in 50 games that's not even the worst and if you put him with Holland Pasternak which would I would assume we would do in this situation I think that would I think that could work plays with good players he's he's fucking feisty he'll get in there for Holland Pasternak he plays like his dad he does play like his dad. So that would entice me. I uh, That line might lose a little defensively. He's not really – he's not, he's usually a minus player. He's actually plus three this year somehow on that Columbus team. But I think that line would lose a little defensively, but that would be something I'd be interested in. Yeah, All right. I'd be interested in that as well. Um, we got anything else from the from the trade front? Hey, Suba, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on the list. Uh, just to mention quickly, John Klimberg doesn't look like he'd be traded. That's one we've been talking about for a couple months now since we started this pod. He's going to be – he's staying. Brock Bester's apparently out there. That's a decent one. Yeah. He's he's fallen off a little bit. He used to be like that – one of the best young scorers in the league. Uh, no. Other than that, I see Nick Letty still on this list. We've yeah. been interested in him in the last couple of weeks, so – what are your official predictions? I see we only have like three minutes left here. Yeah. Um, predictions and what you want. Quickly, round round table. Cash, go. Uh, what I want is obviously Chicharin, but I don't think it's going to happen, to be honest with you. I think we're going to get some low-tiered defenseman that, you know, we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I honestly think we're going to get a big name forward. I think that's the movie's going to make, but um, I don't know exactly who. <laughs> Ooh, give us a name, Cashel. Come on. Um, I'm gonna go with JT Miller, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. All Great right. Up on the table. All Let's right, go. go. Yep. Go. Go? What I want to happen is J- Jacob Russ for Mike Matt, Max Domi one for one, Phil Kessel for a third on pick, and then you still have all these assets for Jacob Chitter to get all three. It's possible. Let's go. And then what's actually gonna happen? We're probably gonna get Hampus Lindholm and. I don't know. Zach Sanford. Some guy, yeah, some guy you've never heard of. Um, expectations are low for me just because of previous. Um, yeah, I'm expecting another Rick Nash. Um, I don't know who it is. We're probably he was some a big people are just throwing it out there. Some, some 35 year old forward that probably put up like a point per game 10 years ago and hasn't done anything since. But expectations, I would love to have Chitron. I think he would, I think that's the goal. And um, you know, don't have don't have much else besides that. 
looking forward quickly. Um, <laughs> looking forward. Uh, oh, Chara! Oh, Chara. Chara, uh, Rick wants Chara still. Uh, looking forward, puck drop in about probably three or four minutes for the Blackhawks tonight. Moving forward, uh, the Wild uh, tomorrow, back-to-back. That is uh, also in uh, Minnesota. And then head out to Canada for the uh, – I know, I know. Head out to Canada for the Jets. And then on the trade deadline, hopefully that Monday we'll have a different roster than we have today, Monday against the Canadians. And that is all we got. Cash, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, boys. Thanks, Cash. uh, So excited. Let's go. Let's fucking go. That's all we got. Let's go. Go Bees. Go Bees. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows. The whistle blows. And the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates a flash, the home team trails behind. But they grab the puck and go bursting up, and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game.